Welcome to OceanFit's Onshore Podcast, where Andre Slade, that's me, meets the unordinary people of the open water swimming and water safety community onshore to talk about their adventures, lifestyle and passion for the offshore. In this episode, I met up with the Fabulous Five, a group of plus minus five ocean swimmers who swim at the jetty at Coffs Harbour. We're here at the Coffs Harbour Jetty Foreshore with Robin, Libby and John. Beautiful morning, blue skies. We've been for a swim underneath the jetty. It was magical. Guys, I haven't got a, uh, a swim group name out of you yet. But, uh, <laughs> how are we going with that? Well, so pre back in at the start of lockdown, we were swimming in twos because we were only supposed to exercise in twos. And so um, Celia and I were swimming and Libby and um, Josie were swimming together and then we, turn, we were turning up at the same time and then we decided that we'd just all swim together. And um, then Carolyn came along as well on some of the swims. And um, so there's been four or five of us who've been swimming regularly yeah, yeah. for the last several months or so. And we've been thinking about a name, haven't we? And it was Carolyn's partner that came up. He sort of said, oh, the fabulous five swimming tomorrow. So that's sort of how it started. But um, yeah, it's a regular thing on a Tuesday and Thursday that we don't really want to stop doing. Mm. So the Fabulous Five, does that restrict it to five of you every time? Or? <laughs> no, 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 we're flexible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and welcoming. JV has come along one morning. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I concentrate mainly on my canoe now, so until it warms up a bit. You're like me, John, a fair weather, fair weather swimmer. Not really. It's just that I haven't continued to swim through the colder times because normally at this time of the year I'm away out of Australia or whatever and uh, I don't get to feel the cold as much, so when I toughen up a bit. Oh, the brave ones are Celia and Robin. They've vowed not to wear a wetsuit all winter. Yeah, there is a reason for that, which I won't go into. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the Coffs Harbour's not really that cold, really. I mean, some mornings it does get pretty cool yeah, at 6 We've had a 1.1 degree and we've yeah. had a 2.5 degree. But most of the time it's around about the nine, eight, nine, ten. So let's just clarify, John, that's the air temperature. Air that's temperature. the apparent temperature. Oh, yeah. That's the temperature, not the chill factor. Because it is a very temperate climate in that's Coffs Harbour, isn't it? They yeah. kind of say from when you get to Coffs Harbour and above, that's when it really starts getting nice. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, Coffs yeah. is a lovely climate. It really so we is. have cold mornings, but mostly it's pretty good. Yeah. And the thing about cold morning swimming is that the air temperature is a lot worse than the water temperature mm. and so when you get in the water it's almost a relief <laughs> yeah the worst part about swimming early in the mornings when it's cold is that the air temperature is horrible but the ocean's amazing and generally in winter it's a lot clearer around yeah. lockdown it was i must say for how dreary and everything it was um with covid the water it was just, it was Beautiful. just magic. It yep. was like, yeah, Mother Nature was sort of saying, okay, this is all awful, but gee, the water It was, was emotionally rejuvenative, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. To yeah, be definitely. able to come down here and just um, spend time in the water. We were so lucky yeah. that we're here and we've been able to keep swimming during this 
horrible time. Mm. It's better than being Water in the city. Been and Tundra, not the last having that two access. weeks, would you say, with the seaweed? Yeah. 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 Seaweed's pretty revolting. So your main swimming location is the, the jetty, the harbour, mm-hmm. enclosed harbour there. So there was a bit of seaweed around today. There is there is a group that have, and they're probably still in existence, called the Mermaids. Yeah. And they do uh, alternate ones. They, they'll sort of swim out from... Uh, Park Beach here, out around Little Mutton Bird, or they have actually done around Big Mutton Bird, out to the ocean and whatnot, and that that variation which these girls also go into. So the Mutton Birds are islands? That's the island, the big island up the entrance, and Little Mutton Bird is just a little island off Park Beach. Beach. So that was, yeah, organised swim um, around Mutton Bird. That was was really, really good. Did you do that? Yeah, 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 loved it. And it was a really hard swim as far as getting out it was hard getting out and coming around mutton bird into the jetty nothing prepared you for that it's it's pretty choppy around there mutton bird is a a, because it's where of its proximity it gets a lot of bounce back so the ocean will come from the east or from the southeast or from the northeast and it'll bounce on the island so as you're going around close to the island you'll always get that wave reflection yeah that and get that a lot which is real good for outrigging, but not so hot for swimmers. You like yeah. it for outrigging because you want to catch little runners? Off. Yeah, just bounce off it. Yeah, yeah it makes it more fun, yeah. doesn't it? But it's still, because it's like that, if it's a southwesterly, it will always be rough around there. So it makes it difficult at those times. What's the typical courses that you swim inside the harbour? We usually swim just from the, from the northern corner here, underneath and through the, through the jetty over to the south side of the harbour near the fishing club and then back. But sometimes we'll, instead of swimming underneath the jetty, we'll swim out at the end of the jetty and then across just yeah. to mix it up. Or yeah, that's <laughs> that's generally sort of the track that everyone follows on a Saturday. Yeah, it's out to the end of the jetty and across and back. Yeah, some people, um, you know, they mentally have to do the 2Ks, so they'll add a bit of distance to it. But um, the only time we really go off that track is the Coffs Ocean Swim once a year. Yeah. Yeah. And that's... That's out towards the mouth of the harbour and then across to the south and then back across to the west and then a funny course on the way back around the jetty and into the beach. It's quite good, yeah. Mm. All within the harbour though. All within the harbour, yeah. Mm. Because we, like today you see it and it's like that, a lot of time it looks like the ocean. And, but that is the beauty of the jetty is that 365 days almost you can swim in it. Let's say three or four days when it's stormy or whatever. I haven't got a wave in there today. No. no. But, but then two Wednesday, uh, Wednesdays ago, we were riding waves on our canoes in the middle of the harbour coming into the beach. Yeah, well. You know, towards the beach, I mean. Yeah, so it can get pretty rough in there. G'day. Kia ora. I wanted to take a quick break to tell you about OceanFit. Back in 2009, OceanFit started as an ocean swim school on the golden sands of Bondi Beach. But now, we've become so much more. We deliver our world-leading training to hundreds of swimmers every summer on beaches throughout Australia, and thousands learn from our free educational resources online. Our Swim Scout directory, available on our website and app, will help you find a swim buddy, connect with social swimming groups, and discover swim events throughout the country. You can also participate in one of our events. Escape with us on a wet and wild weekend or immerse yourself on a boutique ocean swimming holiday at home 
or abroad. So what are you waiting for? Dive right in at oceanfit.com.au. Enjoy the rest of this episode and swim free. We had a little friend join us today under the... Yeah, yeah. little jetty dolphin. He or she is there a lot, isn't is it? Yeah, he or I she? haven't come <laughs> close to one for a while. It's usually sort of around April you see the dolphins, but um, yeah, most mornings they're there. It's usually in the same spot underneath yeah. the jetty, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Ch- chasing fish, I think. Yeah, he mm. popped up today and I saw him and then by the time I got to the jetty, he, he was gone. Yeah. Yeah, we get really excited when we see when we start our swim and we can see him in, in, uh, underneath the jetty and we always hope that we're going to have an encounter, but uh, often you're so busy avoiding the pylons that you don't necessarily get to see him. I think but it's one of the wonderful. best mornings is when we were training with JV <coughs> and he was making us do ins and outs, as he always does, that we really enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an ocean Hi, it's <laughs> Anyway, we were coming in this one morning and this, it, the dolphin, it was playing with us. And as we were coming in, it just went straight under me, flipped to its side and like really eyeballed me. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, I'll never forget fantastic. that morning. That was really yeah. good. Yeah, but that, but that was actually my drone looking at your style. Under the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we established that the drones you got a partnership. Here. <laughs> no, but they don't. They're underwater. Oh. They can't stop them. you got a partnership with the Russians, have you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're drone dolphins. Uh, uh, and sometimes we see stingrays along yeah. the yeah. A lot of times, swimming yeah. along the bottom. We probably see stingrays more often than dolphins, really. Yeah. And turtles. Experience. Yeah. 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 Occasional shark. Uh, yeah, yeah tell me about that because... The Coffs Jetty's got a bit of a bad rap for sharks. Oh, really? Every time I tell people I'm thinking of swimming here at Coffs, they tell me about the fishermen and the burley in the water. Yeah, but people swim down here every day and nobody's ever had a close encounter. Some people have seen sharks off the jetty, but um, it's it's never been a problem and it doesn't really bother any of us who swim, does it? No, there, there was one morning when COVID hit that it was just Josie and I on a Saturday morning. So with the mermaids, there could be 20 to 30 people. So we all obviously had to separate. So we left sort of half an hour later than everyone else. And all these people were waving at us from the jetty and there was a three metre shark. We would have been 20 metres from it. Honestly, I think we probably could have swum into it and it would have just swam away. It was just, it wasn't interested in anyone. But it, yeah, we got out and walked up on the jetty it was a big shark yeah but it doesn't it doesn't stop you I think I've swum over one it was a baby one and I just sort of think they're there and yeah the, the, the history of it is pretty ancient now the fishing boats are not allowed to empty their burly and their waste and their oh, their bad fish inside the jetty anymore they've got to do it outside Occasionally a fishing boat will come in and they'll stop in the jetty, but all they're doing is dealing with their nets and machinery, not throwing stuff out. And you can tell because the seagulls aren't following them. They don't. Years ago, 20 years ago, uh, the seagulls would be just a mass behind the, the boats because they were chucking their dead fish out. And we but can now. still see that when we're out of the harbour paddling, yeah. can't we? Yeah. We'll see the fishing boats come in and the seagulls are following them, but you don't see it when they're in the harbour. No. But I think the legend of the of the sharks at the jetty um, 
is a legend amongst the minds of people who don't swim here more yeah, so yeah. than other people because it might appear in the paper or something, you know, shark sighting at the jetty and so people think, oh, my God, we can't swim there. That would be terrible. But if you swim there all the time, you, you realise that it's not a big deal. Yeah. Like Libby said, you, 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 you know they're there, but they're, there, they're everywhere. So why worry about just this one little spot here? Mm. So Coffs Harbour's got dozens of beautiful beaches. Yes. Uh, where else do ocean swimmers sw- tend to swim around Coffs Harbour? I don't know. I think a lot of people swim down at Sawtell on yeah, Sawtell yes, Beach. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, it's it's nice beach. Park Beach is not a good swimming beach, um, mainly because they have a lot of rips close together and they have a lot of drag along. It's not because I, I, I surfed lifesave there for many years and uh, it's not a nice beach compared to Sawtell, or even the beach in here is not too bad. But some of our swimming friends will swim over there at the North Wall um, if the conditions are pretty horrible in here at the jetty and if there's a lot of seaweed, they'll, they'll just go over there and get in and out. They, pro- they w- wouldn't swim for half an hour, probably, possibly. It's starting to get warm from- yeah. Point, so, point. We've, yeah, we've done a few swims where we go around Little Mutton Bird and we'll go out to the Shark Beacon and back in. Mm. Or we've done Woolgoolga or Sawtell. Generally, with those swims, we'll get ski paddlers for water safety. Um, my husband um, is in the surf club. He'll grab the IRB if we're swimming over the jetty. So with those swims, yeah, we get a bit of water safety just to make the people that are a bit nervous feel a bit better. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And also, uh, well, a few times I've swum with them, we, you'll sort of go to a distance and then you'll wait for the slower swimmers. And so sort of everything's done. Anyone that wants to swim the distance non-stop, that's theirs. But if anyone else feels uncomfortable, you know who they are. So you just wait back and swim with them and make them feel comfortable. I've swum two races uh, of the Coffs races where I've actually swum between two groups of girls uh, because it's the first time they've done it. I haven't actually competed in the race. I've just swum with them for the whole way around. So did you swim swim to one and then yeah, back to the yeah, other? So yeah, you've I did, done three Ks yeah, or something? Over three yeah. Ks. <laughs> yeah, and it was, it was good because they then continued or some of them continued with their swimming. They broke that mental barrier of uh, being a bit concerned because a lot of people, when they get out of their depth, is when they're frightened of the ocean. Mm. If they're if they're on the sand or within stand-up distance, not a problem. They get past their depth. There's no black line on the bottom. They start to get free, and you've got to try and help. And some them people pass get that. upset when they, when when the visibility's poor and you can't see the bottom, and then other people get upset when the visibility is good and you can see everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. About what they're going to see. That's it's exactly funny. like my wife, Joel. She grew up swimming in the lakes in Toronto and she couldn't see because they were, you know, the water's a lot darker. Um, and she much prefers swimming in Bondi where she can actually see what's there. So there's nothing in the lake to worry her, but she can't see it, so that worries her more. Yeah, yeah. fear yeah. of the unknown. <laughs> there are things in the ocean, but you can see yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, lake swimming is not pleasant. That'd be cold swimming in the lakes in Canada. The yeah. water temperature would be... A lot colder there. There's some than pretty here. cold places yeah. to swim in Australia too. Yeah, yeah. We've been um, talking about a book that Josie recommended to us called What was that book called? The um, oh, Mindful Art of Swimming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and the author um, um, talks about the beneficial effects of um, swimming in wild water conditions when you're like outside, mm. not not just in a nice, gentle, contained sort of space. I agree. Out in rivers and lakes and oceans. And what did you take away from that? That we should do more of it. <laughs> <laughs> that we should seek out these places and go and swim in them. The challenge. It's, yeah. Everything's a challenge. Yeah. So a few of us do. There's um, like the official ocean swims, um, Southwest Rocks, Yamba. That's a good one. And Byron Bay, Southwest Rocks. I've done once. That was beautiful. Obviously, it wasn't on this year. Um, a few of us have done Yamba every year, and Byron Bay obviously is a beautiful swim. Yeah, that's right. I've done a bad swim there and a good swim there, and it's um, yeah, I really like it. I like Byron. Tell me about the type of people that get into ocean swimming and coughs. Oh, it's very varied. There are so it, many. Yeah. There are a lot of people here who swim, a lot of different groups. That's right. But, but it's when, a nice community. It's a When it comes to groups, it appears to be more female than male. And that, that is surprising. You think about it. You think of the mermaids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah and then true. you think of your group and, and our group that... You know, we do the training. It's all girls, and I've, I've invited men there many times and whatnot. The Sunday group, there would be more men. Yeah, and the Saturday morning. Yeah, that's yeah. right. The, Why do you think that is? Uh, hard question to answer, really, because uh, no, I've got, I've got, I wouldn't even try to give an answer to that. And we don't see too many... Um, younger people, mostly, like there are a lot of people in their 40s Work and 50s and 60s then. and 70s who swim around here. You get a lot yeah. of people in the pool, mixed, you know, yeah. pretty 50-50, I suppose. Yeah. One, thing I, the ocean. one thing I hear from groups is, and people that have gone to ocean swimming quite recently is that they just can't believe they haven't been doing it for their whole life. Yeah. They, they wonder, why did I leave it this late? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful thing to do, and it's um, it's just such a great way to start the day. I really enjoy the fact that we come down here at six thirty in the morning and swim. We're so lucky that we can do that because we live in a place where you don't have to commute for long periods of time to get to work. So we can come down here at six thirty, have a swim, and start the work. day off in the best way ever, yeah. and then go to work. Yeah. It takes but five minutes to get to work and yeah, work feels good for the rest of the day. Work yeah. does interfere. Yeah. And I think the case too, because, and for my example, it was 35 years between races. So I was 17 when I finished my last swimming race and was 52 bef- before I took up swimming again. And that was here in the jetty and uh, realised that I missed it and then I got into it. And then unfortunately I found out really. Thanks for your time today, guys. Yeah. It's been Thank nice you. to meet yeah, you. Nice to meet you for too. a swim. Put a face to the name on the ocean fit site there.